0: What, you have to just ask yourself is like, what would Jesus do at a frat party? Honestly.
1: Hey, my name is Katie Bulmer. I was your typical heartbroken and hungover sorority girl who looked for love in boys, Bacardi, and did I mention boys? After the breakup that broke me, I met the only man who can truly fulfill me. His name is Jesus. Shortly after that, I met my husband, the best example I have met of Jesus on this earth. Today, I have never been more sure I am right where I'm supposed to be on a mission to help today's young women find their life calling, stop dating dirtbags, and basically just be who I needed when I was younger. I've been called a big sis, an adopted mom, or my favorite title, a cool aunt. But however you think of me, get ready to be challenged and encouraged. This is the Truth For Your 20s podcast. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of the Truth for Your 20s podcast. My name is Katie and today I have with me Georgia, a just graduated, right? College student friend.
0: Can I did. Just I just graduated in May.
1: Yay! Georgia just wrote a book and has such a cool story. I was like, "Girl, can you please share it on the podcast?" So that's why she is here. So welcome to the podcast, Georgia.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm
1: so excited. Yes, absolutely. We can tell people how we got connected.
0: Yeah, so one of my best friends, she is in 80 Pi at UTC, and she was telling me about this girl who has her own ministry and was just such a light to all these girls, and she said you have to get connected with her. And so Katie had this opportunity just to talk on the phone and just to ask for advice in life and college and all the stuff that goes with it. And uh, I had a dream on my heart to have this ministry, and Katie was the perfect person to call. I had no idea who she was, but I just knew that she would have something really good to tell me. And um, that was just how it started, and it has been so cool just to come back together and reconnect like this. It's
1: just amazing. Oh my gosh, I love it. And now you have an actual book out in the universe. It's so crazy, Katie. It is so crazy. You are a super young author. How, you're 22? I'm 23. 23 with a book. Very impressive, sister. Okay, so back us up. How did this get started? Talk us like why why the book? Where did it start and your college life?
0: Yeah, so college life, we'll just go back there. I, I've never did Greek life before. I was the first person in my family to go through recruitment And I wasn't your typical sorority girl who wanted just the cute t-shirts and the sweet friends and the dances and all that kind of stuff. I wanted a group of girls that would make me closer to Jesus. And it's crazy to think because, you know, sororities, they don't, you don't typically think about that whenever you go through it. You just think of like, you know, the parties and all that. So when I walked into 80 Pie, I just knew you could just feel the peace of the Lord. Just go through all of the people that I spoke with. And you could just tell that they were on fire for Jesus. And it was that night that I was like, you know what, Lord, I know you got something with these girls. I can't wait to experience it. Let's do this. And so as my time grew in 80 Pie, I became the chaplain. And I didn't even know what a chaplain was, Katie. I literally had no idea that that was a thing in a sorority. And that's where my love for telling girls about Jesus and just encouraging them and how the Lord was so for them and not against them and he can get through them through college. And so I started pouring into them. And that grew into my obsession with just telling more and more girls about him. And that grew to a little group that I started. And that was called Jesus and Joe. And from there, I started TikTok, which Katie, with TikTok, that's the last thing that people think about on how to spread faith and tell people about Jesus. But it has worked for me, and the Lord has totally blessed it. I have, I, it's just, there's moments in life where you truly can't describe anything or tell people about it because it's just Jesus. It truly is just how it all worked out. Okay. And so, from that platform, I've been able to write a book about my very best friend, and his name is Jesus, and tell girls that he's not just this God who's so far away from you, but he's so close to you and wants to help you get through life and encourage you. And he's the best friend possible. So that's a little bit of my story, but it's at the end of it, it's all Jesus, just how it all planned out. Like it's, it's, I, I still have to pinch myself to think about it, honestly.
1: I just started following you, by the way, Jesus and Joe on TikTok. Love yes. it. <laughs> Amazing. Why was I not following you before? I do not even know. <laughs> okay. So a hot topic that comes up a lot is what does it look like to follow Jesus? in college, specifically in a sorority? Because we don't see that on Instagram. We don't see that, well, on TikTok. Uh, I guess we do now because of your account. Um, no, there there are more people than we see. But what did that look like for you?
0: Yeah, so you know that verse in Romans, it talks about not conforming to the patterns of the world. And I feel like in a sorority, you kind of get that mindset. It's like, okay, I have to look like every girl in this sorority. I have to be like every girl in this sorority. And that's not the case. It really isn't. The Lord has truly made us all different and has given us all these different gifts, and He wants us to use them in whatever place or wherever, whoever He's surrounded us with. And so whenever I was in 80 Pie, of course, that Christian aspect is definitely there. But just because it, it's there doesn't mean, okay, automatically, all of us are going to want to be on fire for Christ. It's No, everyone in that group was able to pour into each other and what the Lord wanted to do through them. So it's It's not easy for sure, but with the Lord's power, I mean, you're able to do anything that He wants you to do. So yeah, it, it's something different for sure.
1: We um, had a really popular podcast episode when this podcast first started and it was, Would Jesus Go to a Frat Party? Um I'd love to know what that looked like for you. Did you go to frat parties? What What do you think? Like, what would you tell girls about that?
0: Sure. So I did go to frat parties. I did. Of course, it wasn't the environment that I would want to be in. Or you know, you have the choice to either go or not. And so, in the very beginning of college, I had that choice, and I made those choices to go to those fraternities. But of course, it wasn't the best choice, I guess. And so, whenever I started getting super deep in knowing, like you know. My joy isn't found from going to these functions and stuff and meeting all these people, whatever. It was truly from following Him and doing what He wanted me to do. So, of course, when you get closer to the Lord, your desires change, I believe. And so that's what happened for me.
1: That, that's cool. I think that, that sometimes seems, I don't know, it just seems complicated. Like, what does a chaplain do in college? So what did you do? If people would say, okay, we're well, not going to the frat party on a Friday night, what did you do for fun?
0: Oh, I would hang out. And the thing is, is like with being a sorority, you think that I always had the impression like, okay, these are my friends. Like these are the only people I could hang out with. And that was totally not the case. I was surrounded by some other girls and other sororities that were really on fire for Christ as well. And we were like-minded and all of this. And so I would hang out with them on Friday. We'd go out to dinner. Like I'm from, we went, I went to school in Cokeville. So there are so many restaurants there. Lots of good shopping places. Like, there's so much to do. So, just because, like, there's a frat party on a Friday or whatever, that doesn't mean you have to go to it.
1: And when you went, though, I'm sure, like, people can go to frat parties and, like, not and still be a Christian. So, yeah, I mean, you can talk about that too. I guess it depends on how you are in your faith. Like, does it cause you to make decisions that you would regret? So, that kind of line, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, when I first became the chaplain, I remember just thinking that. Chaplain was written right across my forehead as I went into that frat party. But I made choices, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to be able to give like that bad impression, I believe, as a chaplain because you still are living out for Christ even when you're surrounded by people in a frat party. So you want to be able to live out differently. And, uh, yeah, it's, it is something different for sure. But I believe that it's just – I don't know. I can just remember this one time where – I had one of, there was a girl and she's just like, I don't know like what to do because like I don't know why I'm here and I'm a Christian and all this stuff. And I know you're a Christian and you're here, but truly it's just, we're all there for each other. And if yeah. you want to go to it, you're more than welcome to and make the right decisions um, or you don't have to even go at all. But just love people like Jesus loves them, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember really looking up to uh, the chaplain uh, when I was a collegiate and just, you know, wow, like. She, she would go to the parties and just, you know, like be a DD or, and she didn't go to all of them. I think that was just kind of, she wanted to be, be there and support her sisters and have fun. Well, and let's talk about this word fun. I mean, <laughs> being blackout drunk and not remembering your life and hugging a toilet is not fun. Like it is just not <laughs> So you can definitely have fun without all of that mess.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Just being there for your sisters and just being literally like, what would Jesus do at a frat party? Honestly, just ask yourself that. And it's, I mean, if it's there for being for your sisters, absolutely. And just helping them along the way. And, you know, all of that being a DD for sure was something that I did a lot as well, just because you want to have fun, but you want to make sure everyone's safe as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So when, where, and how did you become an author?
0: Yeah. So whenever I started writing, I wrote little devotionals for my friends. That was what I did. I loved being able to write verses and send them to my friends with a little summary and just tell them to have a great day. That's all that basically how it started. And then that kind of grew to making it a group me where I have like a few hundred friends in there and we would just go back and forth on like okay this is how we encourage each other while we're in college and from there I remember there was a sister of mine who was able to get a hold of my journal because I was training her to be the chaplain and she like moved to Chattanooga and took my journal with her and I was like um I kind of need that back and so when she sent it back to me she wrote a letter and she goes your words are so powerful you need to do something with them and so that was so that was set on my heart. and I'm like, Lord, what does that mean? What does that mean? And it, that's just how I started writing. And Katie, I am not like an English major at all. Like I have, I felt like I was not qualified at all to write a book. And I started writing and just speaking and just asking the Lord just to fill me with what he wanted to say on a page. And so I would write the little devotionals and it all came down to what my heart was telling me about who I thought Jesus was, and He was my best friend. And I wanted girls to know so much more about Him and just how intentional that He is with each of us and show just the bigger picture about Him. And so that's how it all came to
1: be. First of all, that's really powerful because sometimes we don't see our genius because there's a saying like, you can't see the mayonnaise jar if you're inside of it. You know, like you, you're you in the middle of writing these beautiful words, but you don't even see it. So you have that friend, which we could all be that friend to speak life and power to someone else. So that's like amazing right then and there, mm-hmm. but you have the friend who says this, but then what were the next steps? How did you decide to write a book?
0: I, as soon as she told me that I was, it was one of those things where I prayed a lot about it. Cause I, it was one, it was just like, God, like, what do you want me to do with my words? Cause as I said, it's just like, I wasn't qualified or anything to write. And so he just he just kept on telling me he's like, write the book, just write the book, yeah. especially after I graduated college. He was just like, finish the book, finish the book. And so I knew that this was something definitely on my heart from the Lord. I just had to have people in my life to remind me, okay, this is actually something that could happen. And I literally thank the Lord for that girl every single day. And I don't even think she knows that she's the one that really inspired me to continue writing and to see what the Lord has really called me to do.
1: Give her a shout out right now on the podcast. Her name is Carly Bain. I literally miss that girl so much. Carly, you're amazing. Thank you for speaking life in Georgia. So we all have our hands on this beautiful book that she wrote. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. Okay. So you, did you do
0: self-publishing, right? I did, yes, and it's so cool because I mean, Katie, if you have a dream, I think you can definitely speak on this as well. If you have a dream and a calling that's from the Lord, it's not a mistake at all. like He doesn't just put those dreams on our mind for any reason, but he wants us to follow them and to go through with them, and so with self publishing, it was so easy to be able to write this book and not have to like you know go through a publisher and all this kind of stuff and spend so much money. Girl, I'm a broke college graduate right now, honestly. And so being able to self-publish this book was so cool because I saw a dream of mine come alive and see how God could truly work through it without spending a dime, basically.
1: I love that. That was my experience as well. I mean, we live in a day and age where it's so much more attainable. You know, it used to be you had to be an author for ten years and know someone who had a liter- literary agent and a publisher connection, and mm-hmm. so the regular girl, quote unquote, just you know, no, no luck, no good luck ever being published. But now, yeah, I mean, that was my story as well. I was a, I didn't have any connections and poor and had no social media presence, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think that a hundred percent, it just makes it so much more attainable. We live in a day and age where anyone listening on the other side of this is like, oh, shoot, you know, I have a dream to write a book or um, I'm speaking on something, you know, I'm passionate about. Girl, this is your sign. Do it.
0: Yes, do it. Like, I think the best thing that we can do is every day you got to wake up and say yes to the Lord, no matter what it is. And whenever you say say yes to Him, that's when He does His best, truly. And I believe that with my whole heart. So just being obedient to Him and just trusting him that if this is a dream from, of his and this is the plan he's going to lay out the footsteps and the connections like it's crazy how you and I have truly never met but be through my best friend we were able to connect and here I am on your podcast like what like that's just so crazy
1: <laughs> well i'm glad that you're here i'm just so thankful to i always say you know um, I want this platform to help others and to be a broadcast for stuff that sets our soul on fire and gives you opportunity to grow. So I hope that it it definitely does all of those things. I'm just thankful to help. But that actually kind of leads me to my next question. I was going to ask, how has it been just how, the people who came around you to support? I guess I asked for two reasons. One, you know, just the wonderful part about like being in a sorority specifically, but then a lot of people might listening and think, oh, well, what is my mama going to think of my daddy? And um, I don't know if anyone thinks I'm qualified enough to write a book, but what was your experience with that? Yeah. So
0: it's so funny you say that because I remember telling my parents, I was like, you know what? I don't want to have like a regular job or anything after college. I just want to do ministry full time and I'm going to write this book and it's just going to be great. And I remember they're like, Georgia, you have to get a job. Like you have to, you have to get some money somehow, but it was so cool to see how the Lord was, so, it was just so willing to give my parents just that faith in Him and know that the Lord was working through me. And so they had faith, so much faith in knowing that this was something from the Lord. It wasn't just me by myself. And then I have some really amazing friends. I thank the Lord for them every single day, but they truly have surrounded me and encouraged me and just. They just know, they just know that this is something that the Lord has is doing through me. And so having those prayer warriors, Katie, are is so important. So important.
1: Yes. So true. Um, and I think that everyone I've talked to about this has had a similar message. Like when when your dream is just this little baby in your heart, like you you fear so many irrational things. Like you fear like people will think you're not good enough and that girl from college that you did tequila shots with is going to think, how dare you speak, share your faith. Like, but then when you do it, everyone's like so proud of you and supportive and I, and and you inspire them and it's complete opposite of of what you fear, you know?
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly.
1: Was that your experience as well?
0: I mean, of course, like in college, we we all make mistakes for sure. And I am not perfect whatsoever. And so, of course, whenever I was writing this book, I would think, oh, my goodness, like what if they say something or they like, you know, share it on Instagram, whatever, like she wrote a book. Like, are you kidding? But truly, it's that to me was the devil just kind of reminding me of my yeah. past and talent, like just allowing that to stop me from going on with this dream that the Lord has called me. Because that's what He likes to do. He likes to stop you before it becomes something. And I had to just trust that the Lord was going to do something through it and remind people that, you know, we're all broken. We've all done something that we haven't, we're not proud of. But because of that, we're able to see the greatness and the goodness that can come through living a life just for Him and not for the world.
1: Yes. Yes announcement time if you are like georgia and you have a passion inside of you you want to write or speak or start a podcast i want to help you get there over the years i've had countless young women reach out to me and say i want to do what you're doing well girlfriend i want to help you get there but i want to help you go further and faster than i ever did my only regret doing what i'm doing now is that I didn't start sooner We're going to talk about getting fear out of the way. We're going to talk about tech issues and tons and tons of Q&A. This is a four-week live mastermind class where you and a bunch of other young women who are also chasing big dreams, we're going to get on a Zoom call. And by the time we're done, I hope that you are ready and already started on making your dreams happen. Exclusive for my truth for your twenties friends, there is a discounted link right underneath this episode. You can't find that anywhere else. So make sure you grab that discounted link and join the mastermind awesomeness. It starts April 10th. We're going to close the doors after that. And it's a limited time group. So make sure you click on that link before the seats are all gone. I cannot wait to meet with you and help you unlock your inner world changer. So what is life look like for you now? Graduated, this book just came out. What are you up to now?
0: Oh, Katie. That we have a couple things in mind for sure. Um, But right now I do have a full-time job. I had to get some money somehow, but um, I'm definitely still selling some books. TikTok is still something that's huge on my heart and being able to use that as my ministry. And hopefully that I have my own podcast soon. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yes, girl. Speak it. Speak (laughs) it. Do it. I love it. (laughs) Do we have a name for the podcast or is that still... Top secret. We've
0: been thinking about it because I mean, my thing is like everyone calls me Joe. Like, that's like my nickname. So I don't know if I should just call it Jesus and Joe or something different. But if anyone has any ideas, please let me know because I am stuck.
1: <laughs> I like Jesus and Joe. It's good alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
0: good. I'll, I might keep that then.
1: Yes. Wondering if you could just maybe go back a little bit and talking about maybe the girl she is let's say younger in college, like, you know, sophomore, freshman, I mean, a sophomore or a junior. And what you saying, like, I've done the party stuff. It wasn't all it's correct to have to be. I want to like be serious about my faith. Like, what would you say some steps would be?
0: First of all, it can happen. I will say that because I think the girls that I have talked to, they're like, I've made so many mistakes, all this stuff, but I want to be able to live for the Lord. It's like, Sister, all that, that you've done is in the past. It is yeah. gone. It is. You can't go back to it. You can't fix it now. But I truly believe that the Lord uses what has happened in the past to build our testimony and to yeah. be able to reach those people who, were able, who walked through that life before. And so whenever I was a junior in college, I wasn't making the best decisions. Um, definitely just kind of living out that college life, if you think. And I remember I had to stop myself and say, is this really the life I want to live? I'm not getting any fulfillment from it. I'm not getting anything from it, honestly. And so I took that step and I said, Lord, like I'm truly committed just to you. And I want to see how you move because I'm not getting anywhere when I'm just following the world. And so to that girl that is out there, who's just thinking, okay, like how can I do it? How can I do it? Get in the word, get in the Bible, because I'm telling you, the Bible is full of these great verses that are applied just for you. And they can help you in whatever situation or emotion or circumstance, whatever, they're able to lead you onto like your next step. And I promise you that if the Lord's not thinking about your sins and has completely forgiven you, then you shouldn't think about your past
1: either. Yes. I I love that so much. Um, Okay. So the girl, and that that applies really no matter how old you are. I said specifically the girl in college, but that can be 30, 40, any age, you know, that's, that's so applicable what you just said.
0: Well, I think too, in college, it's definitely your choice. It's, it's a choice to finally, you have freedom, you have a yes or no in whatever you want to do. But that is just, I know that the Lord wants to use college girls in the biggest ways and He totally can if all you do is just give Him your yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) Give Him your yes. I love that. And then finding community is so important. I love that you had your little community in your college, but what about the girl who maybe doesn't have that?
0: Yeah. So what I could say best is definitely there are Christians everywhere around you. And you might be thinking, Georgia, you have no idea where I am. But I promise you, if you pray like I did in college for those friends that would surround you and that were like-minded and wanted to be able to grow together, the Lord's going to put them in your path. The Lord is not going to just subject you to these people that aren't do it life with you basically. Um, but all I can say is definitely pray for those friends because he'll definitely give them to you.
1: Yes. And then I also want to see like, maybe if you could talk to the girl who um, big dreams on her heart, you know, you, you took a step into some big, scary areas you might say. And well, I mean, we talked a little bit, but like, what would you say to that girl? Who's kind of, you know, tossing around a big idea in her brain, what would that look like for her first steps? Yes,
0: these are my girls, Katie. (laughs) I love these girls. I love all college girls, but the girls that got big dreams on their heart, these are my women. I will tell you that the Lord has these plans for you that you can't even plan for yourself. And Mm -hmm. the way that He has designed and created your plan is something that's gonna be so much better than you've ever expected. And so if you have this dream to be a teacher, a speaker, an influencer, whatever the case may be, he is going to put those people, those connections, and those experiences in your path. But all you have to do, all you have to do is just be obedient to him and keep saying yes every single day because it's not easy. I will tell you that there are times where you just have faith and that is it. I mean, I remember there was a time where I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I am terrified to continue with this dream. I don't know what people are going to think. I don't know if this is actually going to happen. And I would start discouraging this plan that I didn't even know that was going to happen or not yet. I was doubting the plan that the Lord was already put in my path, but I didn't know that it was coming yet. And that's the whole point with having faith is like, Having that confident hope in what is completely unseen and knowing that the Lord doesn't put these things on our heart by accident whatsoever. He puts them there so that He can work through us and to work through these dreams that are completely set apart from the world and truly just for Him.
1: Yes, I get hot about that subject too because I mean I was the same way. Like I have these dreams, but who am I and who cares? And I'm not talented and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the one thing that stood out to me too is also knowing that there is room for you at the table. Um, I think that you would agree too. Even if a hundred people listening to this decided to do the exact same thing you're doing or I'm doing or somewhere in the middle, like welcome, come, I will help you out. Like you need to be more positive. (laughs) I'm, it's not a competition. Like I want you because you're going to come at it in a different way. You know, you're going to have your different, unique spin. You're a a different age, different, um, different part of the world. Like your voice, you can say the exact same thing I'm saying, but people are going to hear it differently from you versus me. And it needs to be said. So I'm here for it.
0: Like, I think so. I was just talking about this on a TikTok I just posted, but I feel like we live in a world full of comparison. It's like, it can even be with Christian girls. You know, I mean, one of my biggest influences is definitely Sadie Robertson or Christine Kane. And I look at these women, I'm like, oh, my goodness, Lord, like there is no way that I could ever be like them. And it's so true what you said is like I could be saying the same thing you're saying, but people could completely take it and understand it from you better. I just know that the Lord Has put different gifts and different talents and people in a way to reach a completely different crowd. And I don't think there's not a reason to be like everyone else because if he wanted everyone to be like everybody, then he would have done that. He would have done copy and paste on everybody, but he never designed us to be like that. And so I think that everyone is supposed to be different and you got a dream and maybe some other people have it, but the Lord's gonna do something completely different just through you.
1: A thousand percent. And when you said, you know, I can never be like Christine Kane or Sadie Robertson. Yes, because you're not, but you're Georgia guest. (laughs) And you're killing it at being you. And that's all you were ever designed to be.
0: Right. And like, it's just so cool to think that the Lord has completely designed you in a way that he's just going to reach so many people through you. But once again, it's like, He can only do that if you give him your yes and stepping into that dream and that mission that he's called for you. Yeah.
1: And different parts of the body. You know, like some of us are made to hold a microphone. Some of us are made to edit that microphone, you know? Yeah. Or do the lighting. I mean, like it all works together and it's all valuable. Like it it just, it's so important. Like I value the people who are quietly working behind the scenes or the podcast you're listening to wouldn't be happening. You know, there's so many things that are so valuable and not just to applaud, um, the people who are quote, you know, in the limelight, there's, it's all, it all matters and it's all important.
0: Exactly. Different talents and there's different things for everybody and nobody's supposed to be the same.
1: Amen, sister. Um, I am so thankful for you and what you're doing. Do we know what is next? Anything around the corner? Well, you said the podcast, right?
0: Yes. But Katie, I actually have something else that I forgot to mention, but I think this is another thing that the Lord's doing through me. Um, So as you know, I was the chaplain of my sorority. I did it my freshman year, and I got to do it my senior year. And my heart is so big. like It bursts when I think of all the chaplains in the sororities. And so I think something that's definitely been put on my heart is to definitely work with those girls and to be able to have – Curriculum or something that could help them along with their journey because I don't feel like there's enough leadership with the chaplains, and so I think that's another thing that's coming definitely very soon. Um, I definitely want to be able to go speak to all the sororities out there that need someone and is able to tell them exactly like, "Hey, I've been in your shoes before. I ha- I know what it's like to be a Christian in the sorority." And so we'll be able to see what the Lord is going to do, but that is definitely something really big on my heart
1: that's amazing i I hope that you chaplains other sorority listening make sure you follow georgia because that's an amazing resource that you're considering creating
0: yeah i will travel near and far i will go anywhere
1: (sighs) and where are you geographically now
0: i am in thompson station tennessee it's a very small town right by franklin in nashville
1: Nice. Y'all just got a lot of snow. I know because I just visited.
0: <laughs> I saw that. Yes. We just get, it was so bad. Cause like with Tennessee, it snows, but then it becomes ice just like yeah. the next day. So you're basically snowed in for like three days.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was icy the next day we were like tripping, walking out the front door It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> so let's like rewind a little bit. And if you could go back and go to a frat party, Um, what would you tell yourself? What would you tell your friends there? Like the grace and the good and the bad and the ugly and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So whenever you go to fraternity, of course you always have the choice to either go or not. And so there were times that I went to the frat party and there were times that I did it. And when I did go, I mean, I had the choice if I wanted to drink or not, whatever. But all I can say is that it's better to well, you have to just ask yourself is like, what would Jesus do at a frat party? Honestly. And it's one of those tough pills you got to swallow. But at the end of the day, that's what I did at some times where I would just be like, you know what, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for my sisters, be the DD, whatever it may be. I just want to have fun with my friends. And so just be wise and especially what you want to do and
1: it will all be okay. Okay. So I love all of this. I always ask guests if they could have coffee with their 20-year-old self, what would you say? But you are 20, 22, 23. Just to, um, so like what would you tell your college freshman self?
0: Oh, my college freshman self. Oh, I love her. Okay, <laughs> if I had to go back and have coffee with her, I would look her straight in the eye and say, you have nothing to be scared of. I mean, your whole life is going to change. Your whole plan Is completely going to change. You're not going to be a teacher like you thought you were, but God has something so much bigger in store for you. But all you got to do is just sit there and just have faith and know that God's got it completely under control. So that's what I would tell all my 20-year-olds out there. I mean, I know that it is scary living this life and seeing what could happen, but He's got something so big for you, and I cannot wait to see what He's going to do.
1: Love it. And take a deep breath, sister. 18 year old self, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm.
0: Truly, take a deep breath.
1: <laughs> I love it. Okay, tell us your Instagram handle and how people can make sure they get some more info.
0: Sure. So my personal Instagram is Georgia Gust, just like my name. And then my TikTok is Jesus and Joe. Just completely one
1: word. J-O, right?
0: Yes. J-O-R-J-A. Yep, yeah, that's
1: how you spell my name. <laughs> Just like the state. I mean, s- pronounced like the state, but not exactly. spelled that way. <laughs> I love it. Well, Georgia, it's such a pleasure to have you here. I know that girls are really going to love your energy and your enthusiasm and hopefully your book and social media as well.
0: Oh, I hope so, too. I hope they'll be able to check it out. It'll be so fun to have more friends on there.
1: Yes. And so you have communities and stuff that people can join online?
0: Yes. So I actually have this email kind of thing where i shoot these devotionals every week i'm able to do like a little blog post and tell them what's going on in my life so my girls who have the email subscriptions will know that i was on this podcast Uh, but yes that's how they can reach me right now and dms are always open they can always shoot me anything if they ever have questions or need advice
1: i love it well i can't wait to share this episode and let everyone know the amazing georgia
0: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Katie. This was so fun.
1: Of course. I'm over here giving you a virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Truth For Your 20s podcast. If you like this episode, do your girl a favor, take a screenshot wherever you're listening and share it on social tag me at Katie Balmer life, and I will reshare. And thank you so much for spreading the word. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, please leave a review on Spotify or iTunes. It really helps other girls to find this. Guess what, you guys, we just reached 200,000 downloads. That is all thanks to you. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for leaving a review. And thanks for joining us each week for some truth for your 20s.